Tech Trends Episode 8. This week, uh, we're covering uh, Intel engineer said, uh, shed some light on Apple's decision to uh, design its own chips. About a few weeks ago, we were talking about that, uh, but now uh, it comes out that there's this other guy, this other engineer, before it was about Keller, uh, who was a big, big shot. Um, but now Keller is talking about um, back at Sky, uh, Skylake processors, um, which I didn't even know, Renee. I didn't know that that was uh, an issue back in like 2016. Neither did I. Uh, I thought the Skylake processor was pretty successful. Like it was pretty fast. I, I had, I never heard about it from the Apple uh, troubleshooting problems. And I, yeah, I, I've never really noticed anything. I, I really don't know nothing about the Skylark area. Yeah, it's just it's no Apple. Basically, it's Apple doing a whole bunch of troubleshooting, then trying to talk to you know talk to Intel over and over again, saying, "Hey, we can't do this. We can't do that. Can you help us? Can you do this?" And it just turned out that it was like way too many times. And um, so it just, oh, and it also that what happened is uh, because of that, there were, uh, Apple had to delay its product. And so it's not happy about that. Damn. Yeah, it's, you know, pretty interesting because they, that was back in 2015. So it's five years later and they must've debated that a few years, you know, and then finally made the, it, the new processors coming out this year is supposed to be part of that switch. And so they must have planned this like probably a year or some somewhere somewhere in that time frame they decided to do this, you know, and they finally make it public. Yeah, that's what I, I really discussed this about a year ago. Yep. Uh I discussed that 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 in Apple had announced that they were gonna get away from from um the Intel processors. They were gonna actually do that. And, but they didn't. There was not much information discussed or disclosed to the public on that. They just said they were going to, but there was not really much information. Not till now. Now there's more information out there. Yeah, and interesting that they're deciding. They're like, well, if Intel is pretty reliable, or was the industry, you know, was the industry's uh, standard for many years? They're just thinking we're not going to go switch to AMD because AMD is probably going to have the same problems, and so they're like, well, "Let's <laughs> let's just take this on ourselves because we just can't have a product launch that's delayed by two years." Yep. So uh, it was uh, announced that uh, this uh, engineer named uh, Pete Newell spoke to PC Gamer, um, saying that they were the Skylake processors is what finally tipped apple to explore other options i wonder how their how how their new products or sales and um everything and performance or any every other aspect of the, the processor is gonna impact the device and the client use and everything else that goes along with it it, it tells you it shows you how like uh pc insulated i am they says it, the article says that it was a lot of highly publicized delays I never heard about it, so it wasn't in my it wasn't in my circles. I've been in and out of circles, but never I've never heard of this one. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So the article goes on to say that uh, Apple became the number one filer of problems in the architecture. Oh wow. So, yeah, it's 
if they can't get their uh, stuff working, then at least, you know, when you try to contact Intel or something, um, <laughs> you have less uh, less weight than Apple. So they're going to move to the, uh, these Macs are going to ship um, with uh, ARM-based chips. And then uh, Mac, um, the Mac OS will continue to support Intel uh, machines for years to come. There's a separation, but also um, still a partnership that has to exist for many years. Yeah, I'm curious on that. Yeah. So the next topic is uh, new uh, iPhone 12 um, has a lot of uh, stunning uh, display decisions. Um, it's got some pretty high pixel counts, you know, high PPI. Um, I forgot. Did you say you ever owned an Apple phone? I did, and I have used Apple, and I kind of got away from it because the screens shatter too easily. Okay. So that's why I kind of got away from the Apple devices because of that fragile and then also the performance. I didn't really like, I can't really make uh, adjust also to adjustments to the device. That's the reason I got away from it. Yeah. I don't even, sadly, I don't even know what the PPI of my current cell phone is. Um, it just was a, you know, just a, a it costs 160 from Walmart. Do you know what the PPI of your phone is? Uh, no, I don't. I've really never looked into it that far. I know um, I cared a lot about for gaming. So I knew like my 1080p monitor, you know, the PPI was like for 24 inches, it was like 108. And then if you were to step it up to, I th oh, I'm pulling it out of thin air sort of, I think maybe 150, 160 for my 4k monitor. So, you know, it's, I'm going to check in for next week. I'll check in to see what my PPI of my cell phone is. And then we can compare it. But, uh, these, uh, the, the pro is supposed to have 124, oh, sorry, 120 frames per second, which is pretty nuts for a phone. Yeah, it is. Like, so yeah, I'm not sure about the price points for, um, I think the article said that the price points are going to uh, fall in line of where they have been in the past. But uh, just some higher pixel density and uh, higher refresh. And yeah, some pretty cool stuff. If you uh, like all that eye candy for the, the phones. But it's it's running late, so... Um, they're saying, uh, you know, if, if you're holding off on upgrading, then it's, uh, it's an upgrade worth waiting for. Yeah. Did they, was that iPhone, uh, iPhone 12 delayed? Yeah. The iPhone 12 launch. It wasn't it like sometime when was it like in September or was it in February or March, April? When was the initial launch? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just so out of that uh, that ecosystem. But yeah, I will follow up on that. Definitely. So um, the next one's pretty interesting. Um, so if you want to get some uh, iPhones, uh, 
look to those articles. But uh, the next one is about Google's phone app. So Google's um, going to be telling businesses if they want to give them their phone number. A lot of them, a lot of information is already on Google. But uh, if they want to make it easier for Google and be part of a program where they, uh, the Google phone app, um, so that it'll be basically be a, a caller ID uh, that'll help you know that the company is actually calling you instead of just some random number. So you can get the phone calls that you actually want. Have you ever used the Google phone app? Uh, for, for phones calling? No, um, I haven't used much of the features of the Google. Yeah, it says that the the service only works on the Google phone app and won't be available on every Android phone. Oh, sadly, I have to I have to confess uh, this week's plan have been uh, weird. I I haven't actually <laughs> downloaded it to see if uh if my phone qualifies for that, but you guys can check out for yourselves. The one. The one thing I didn't notice on my phone is that I get check marks on my on my video on my what's the things called on my calls that I do get kind of like a verified I don't know yeah I get verified calls and it talks about that in the in the article that they actually wrote that out and that's something recently that I just noticed I started getting check marks and I'm, I didn't know what they were. Does it tell you what the company name is? No, it just shows me um, the names that I have on my phone and numbers that have been verified and like my sisters, my mom's fiance. Oh, so it's only your personal ones to what right now at the, uh, at this point in time, I haven't seen any really businesses. Don't call yeah. me unless it's for collections. Yeah. So I haven't really seen anything else besides that. So yeah, um, got to download the, that Google phone app and see if our Android, you have an Android right now or your Apple. Android. Android. See if our Apple phones are compatible with this. Um, Cause yeah, I don't get a lot of, um, yeah, I don't get a lot of bad phone calls, but my, uh, my magic Jack, I get tons of uh, telemarketers. <laughs> like, I don't know where they got the phone number, but yeah. Oh yeah. I'm curious about that too. So, oh, well the thing is the, the phone mark, the phone numbers are actually mark, given, given out publicly. All of them. Yeah, unfortunately. So, where do you where can you find those usually? I don't know. They're public. Pretty much, they're giving out to. Um, I forgot how I found this out, but pretty much every phone number that's out there has been given out to. To um, it's like almost to uh, uh, I forgot those people that call you for marketing. Yeah, telemarketers. Telemarketers. They. That's how they get it because of a uh, public uh, public records of people. Interesting. I want to find where this public record is because I was actually looking for um, some people's phone numbers today that I didn't I didn't have them in my address book, and you find all these different websites where they're asking you to pay, um, like pay a dollar to do a trial for five days, or you, you somehow you get some of the. Sometimes you get the phone number, sometimes you don't, and it's kind of hit and miss. Yeah, like me for instance, I, whenever I do the, um, I, if you type in your name and uh, your city and state that you live in, yeah. you'll actually find your phone number and ad and address sometimes. Yeah, I used to have more success doing that. Like I would do like white pages and it would it would show up, but um, 
just a whole bunch of paid sites have uh, come to the front of Google search. And so it's harder to find the free ones. And that that's, that's kind of uh, that that's based off of uh, Google advertising, you know, um, it kind of uh, there's some of it that's where it's displayed that it's an ad and some of it's where I think they just get on the front page, you know, because of their, they're, they're paying them, you know? So yep. you gotta, <laughs> that's pretty tricky. I'm going to, Maybe it's a challenge if anybody knows how to find the public listing for phone numbers so that everybody like has that resource. Cause I would love to uh, benchmark. I know. Uh, I can't think of the word. I'd like to uh, just keep that in my own record. You know, I just don't know where you find it, but I know it's somewhere out there in the net yeah. because a lot of this stuff is public because of hackers and stuff like that. That's how you get a lot of this information from everything's leaked oh yeah i but i was wondering if yeah if there was like a a public like a government resource or something or oh government no hell no or a phone company so you're saying it's just basically basically based on people getting it the wrong way people that people wrong way or the company gave it out to the the third part the third parties third parties accidentally leaked it or they put it out in a file that they shouldn't have put it out there it's, yeah, it's like it's, it's like when you get on the phone list of things, like email list, yep. and you give them your information. Yep, and also too, a lot of this stuff too is public too because every social media you log into, everything you do, it asks you for phone number. That, and you don't know what that third that that program is like Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, and e your email systems. You don't know where that phone number is going to. Yeah, they tell you that your information is being used um, for marketing but they don't tell you how much of it and to who exactly and oh, correct how specific so um our next topic is about i was kind of shocked about this one but it i guess a lot of people aren't uh sh wouldn't be that uh i don't know it's it's microsoft they're 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 closing their uh retail stores so they used to have a lot of uh um stores that look like apples that they were comparison because apple has their apple store and Microsoft, you know, wanted to, uh, I guess, be hip or wanted to, they wanted to have a front, you know, instead of just being like behind the scenes as your operating system. Now they can uh, have a store that you can go, but they just didn't uh, distinguish themselves enough so that their stores kind of became a little bit of a joke where it would just be about um, kids playing video games. Usually um, that's the... <laughs> the the thought anyway that it it wasn't uh as busy as apple stores and it didn't have as much function yeah i, I wonder if the the stores here in austin are actually going to be closing now oh apple store let me the windows the uh, microsoft store yeah i think it's, it's probably because a microsoft store probably they didn't have a, much connection with uh with cell phones right so, I mean, that's another reason why an Apple store makes sense. Um, but then they have a whole lot of product lines too. And Microsoft just has, mm, it just appeals more to uh, gamers. And can you think of any products that Microsoft does that, um, I mean, the operating system, right? But everybody knows where to buy that online. Yeah, because last time I walked into a Microsoft store, they actually had trying to sell me. I actually tried, but I told them, no, nah, no thanks. 
it was a, a an Asus gaming PC, and it was so customizable, and laptop too, and you could interchange every single component on it. I was like, wow. So they had, so they had, uh, they do sell computers there. Yeah. And uh, was were they going to ship that to your house, or they had that on site, or you had to like, they had they had that on site. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I just don't know what the quantity. I don't know what the quantity is on site at this store, yeah. but. Well, yeah, basically, um, during the um, the global problem everybody's been dealing with recently, that's it's it's made a lot of companies think about where their positioning is, or how many storefronts they're going to have, and how many, how much of them. A lot of things are going online, um, so a lot of companies are going either bankrupt or closing some stores temporarily, or just a whole bunch of uh, restructuring. So. Microsoft decided that this was a good time just to close them. Wonder how that's going to affect the market. Oh, and actually, yeah, I should mo- I should mention that uh, they're actually keeping four of them open, keeping the one in London, New York City, Sydney, and um, the Washington campus, which is uh, the Redmond. So they'll become they'll become they'll go from the stores to experience centers where you can touch, see, and uh, play with the products, but not actually purchase anything. So it's kind of like their display stores. Display stores. Yeah, I was kind of I was gonna say museums, but not really. It's the it's the more like, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the modern stuff that they're gonna be showcasing. It's like it's basically yeah, like a never ending PR. Um, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, their see their portfolio. They said is more mostly online. Um, but yeah, they were never able to um get out from under Apple's shadow of their, their stores. Yep. Oh, they were, wow. They go all the way back to, uh, 2001. Um, Oh wait, no, wait, sorry. That's where, that's where Apple made their first store. And then Microsoft did it, uh, eight years later in 2009. So it's kind of odd really that Microsoft waited so long. Um, because Microsoft was such a, a dominant um, platform, you know? Yeah. And so it's basically first come first serve. If they didn't value it, they could have competed back when it was like, you know, Xbox Xbox versus PlayStation kind of thing. But um, they just didn't have enough imagination to satisfy everybody. Oh, going to the next one. Um, This is pretty cool with uh, AMD. Uh, it's a bit of old news, but it's also new news because AMD uh, released. Um, uh, they've had their mobile processors out there a little bit. Um, this is not like the release of them, but they're talking about. They're recapping and telling us like, wow, like this was 25 times uh, the improvement in energy efficiency. They had a goal for six years and that's a huge leap forward. And so it's really nice for phones and then it'll be um, really nice for the, the Ryzen 4000 series, which should be coming out this fall. So very interesting. Yeah. It's the release. So at the very least it uh, shows that these, um, these <laughs> CPUs that uh, coming out in the fall should be pretty efficient. Um, 
remains to be seen what clock speeds they can do. But, uh, you know, with the laptops and oh, the laptops and the, and the cell phones, you really care about um, battery life. Oh, definitely. So. So props to AMD and, uh, and also to, um, you know, because also I'm going to say uh, NVIDIA and, A and uh, Intel, you know, they, they're along those same lines of really efficient. And it's nice that AMD uh, made a huge turnaround from their bulldozer CPUs to this point where at the moment they're kind of the uh, energy efficiency um, king in their uh, CPUs. To see. So the next one is about Intel. Intel is doing this uh, artificial intelligence associate degree. This program um, at this community college. It's the first of its kind in the UN in the United States. Um, it's going to start this fall, 2020. So can't wait to see this. I want to see how this is going to perform. And the market, and how it's going to affect the market, how it's going to affect people's knowledge, and yeah, it's I yeah, I'm kind of the the pragmatic. Like I want to know uh, the the practical. I want to know is uh, you know if you're going to go for this two year degree, it, this two year degree, um, it combines into a you know like a bachelor's. Like it's not meant to be a standalone, I believe, um, but. I mean, I guess we need to know more details about um, they've given us the, the, the rough estimate as to what it's going to do. Um, but they're showing that in, Intel's caring about uh, the next the next employment of, you know, AI is going to be a big, big deal. We want to be able to have people who can um, still have jobs in the uh, in the years to come. And so you know, with the, all the joblessness that this uh, global uh, problem has uh, created, they're saying that there's there's some uh, light at the end of the tunnel. They think that they can, uh, this program can be a example for other people to, you know, make programs like this. Yeah, the question is, people that are unemployed at this current time, will 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 they actually make this jump or will they not? Yeah. Are they comfortable? Are they are they comfortable to go into a program like this, with yeah. so much uncertainty? Since it's the the pilot program, correct. And my healthy dose of skepticism is that I would hope that Intel and I wish that Intel would have said that uh, this will somehow give you a leg up if uh, if you apply for a job at Intel. You know. Or, yep. or that maybe Intel partnered with some other companies and some other companies said, if you get this part of your bachelor's degree for some, you know, for some uh, technical job, that's, you know, there's different, there's a lot of different uh, levels of, of technical jobs in all these companies that this gives you a little bit of a leg up. Otherwise it's kind of like a, uh, a nice liberal arts uh, tacking on, you know, kind of like learning uh, some programming for fun versus, you know, is this going to be something that employers are going to look at and actually uh, put you a little bit ahead of the pack? Otherwise it's, yeah. So that's, 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 that's the uh, criticism. Sorry about that. It's just, <laughs> I need to, I wouldn't do a two year degree if I didn't know 
some people are, they're like, okay, I'll just tack that on and I'll, and then I'll do my other engineering or whatever they're else they're doing. But, uh, I need to know. Oh me, I did that. I did I that. the details. I did that. I jumped into a, a degree. I didn't even know what I was doing because my, uh, my, is that called the advisor yep. administrator that she, they fired her and I was without an advisor for a year and a half. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just jumped into a program. I didn't even know. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Um, Nobody knew anything about my degree, and even the counselors. I was like, they were like, I don't know. Yeah, gosh, that's that's a scary thing to be in, and uh, pretty frustrating. And um, that's and that's that's where my criticism is that they need to they need to show that it, there's some some merit to it. And um, oh, and I was going to say, like a lot of community colleges uh, have really great counselors. Um, you just, you had a really bad experience. Like the, the counselor that I'm, I've been using recently, um, really helpful and really on their game. So, um, <laughs> I want to apologize for that, that experience that you had. Cause that's, that is horrible. And can anybody do this? And is it, is this, uh, are you getting a grant for this or what? How, how, how is this program applied for? Yeah. Um, they said they're partnering with the Arizona Commerce Authority. So it's going to provide a workforce grant of $100,000 to support the program. Um, so oh, I wonder if I should jump on board on that. Yeah, well, this is, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is in Arizona. Um, so uh, if Intel decides to um, do it in other, uh, other states or, uh, or online. Yeah, online, yeah, gosh, I didn't even think about that. It, why, what, why wouldn't it be online, right? Um, but I think the way that it yeah. makes it described is that there would be, um, in class portions. Yeah. Well, as, as of now we have, uh, uh, virtual desktops, virtual, a lot of virtual stuff now. So I'm not sure how that's going to, how if any of that stuff will play into a factor into that yeah, like classes, whether it gets, yeah, whatever, whether it changes over time and if, uh, if they have to go further out because uh, they they say that uh you know there there's the reason why they chose that site is that there's uh a, a, a vibrant community college uh you know like a base a lot of people going to college there um so that just it seemed to be the, the partner that they wanted to the state and the and the community college they thought was uh the best for their purpose like a, a kansas city for google fiber you know the first <laughs> The ideal. So, I uh, hope there's good things to come for that. So, Intel, um, show us, show us what awesome stuff uh, this artificial intelligence uh, associate degree can do for a bunch of unemployed people right now, or a bunch of people who um, are employed but are changing careers or going to college for the first time. So, wish them luck. Yep. Good luck. So the next topic, our last topic over the day is about NVIDIA and NVIDIA is talking about, um, they've always been talking about AI, but uh, they're going into more specifics about um, how it's beneficial to medical researchers and clinicians. Um, so how you can plug data in and then get, um, you know, into AI models and then get better results. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I've even seen people actually do uh, 
AI with like programs and stuff like that to develop medications to put in all like all that crazy stuff that they do just to figure out cures and reactions and stuff like that and bringing AI into it more into it it's, you're going to be able to see visual more yeah the um i think the most challenging part was um uh just the speed uh required um cuz these models are pretty complex they were saying the the challenge between getting the models from the hard drives into the clinical settings um uh so it's it's a lot of data like being transmitted from a, a long distance you know not everything's on site yeah. yeah and a lot of hospitals are still using p1 lines um low speed connections and they're not they don't have the latest like you know ssds or transfer rates inside the computers or hardware uh, intense hardware specs they only have basic yep so a lot of um compatibility issues and old technology and 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 showing this is a basically um uh advertising trying to show them you know that it's worth the upgrade and that's kind of tricky in this current uh condition right now because a lot of hospitals had to close a lot of elective surgeries for a long time and so yep. a lot of hospitals are actually looking at budget deficits that they're trying to figure out if they can get some state funding or federal funding or if they can somehow they're just looking for like fundraising and different ways of trying to cover their costs for this year and so yeah here in austin they shut down the that that uh, uh the elective surgeries they shut it down completely yep and me in minnesota um they closed it down for mm, maybe oh i'm i want to say somewhere between one to three months and uh some places, uh, I know some places for different, depending on what what services you're trying to go, but some places where they have uh, like eye surgery or something else or whatever, um, only one side of like three are open. So there's places where they're at way lower capacity. And uh, so NVIDIA has a, a little bit of an uphill battle to um, to show people that they should invest in something like this. They should. Um, but they're showing that there's uh, no need to download and install an AI model. Um, all that's needed is an a uh, internet connection and a couple of medical images to upload for testing with the AI models. So they're, I love this about NVIDIA. They're really making it uh, simple to uh, interact with their product. I think they're... Yeah, that's good. Yep. I was going to say, that's like, good. I think they're their customer service on this front is uh, you know, they, they get some flack for having pretty uh, expensive uh, equipment like GPUs, right? Like raising the price point. But I just have to say compared to the competition, they, uh, they have a lot of uh, stability in, in what they deliver. So they're kind of the, they're the leading edge. They kind of have the, authority to in a sense charge what they want yeah wonder what is the price yeah yeah what's the catch to it what's the what also too what is the bandwidth that this is gonna take yeah to to make this ai uh work well 
Yeah, because a lot of rural areas do not have more than uh, 10 or 20 megs connections compared to like here where I live at Austin, you're looking at 100 meg and certain areas and uh, even a gigabyte download speed. But that still does not give a lot of other areas outside of this little outside of our area that don't have it. Yeah, that's uh, and if you look at the article, it's it some of that stuff is missing from uh, the, you know the press release, you know. Um, so uh, it's it, it's their their marketplace. It's called Arteries Marketplace, um, and it was in, uh, integrating Nvidia Clara platform. So it's yeah. I mean, I, I don't know uh, more specifics about um, what data. Uh, they show, they usually have like, uh, um, you know, they've, they've had a conference uh, about a month ago where, the, or yeah, about a little bit more than a month ago where they showed um, how AI helps, um, how they, their new newest products are really helping uh, drastically speed up all these calculations. Um, and they did show that the price was significantly um, lowered compared to what uh, previous technology could have uh, afforded. Um, I think the comparison, sorry about this, it's kind of vague, was something that used to maybe cost, um, oh gosh, no, I can't even, I'm not going to go there. But if you look up what NVIDIA said about it, um, it, it showed a, a drastic reduction in the price from the old GPUs to the new GPUs and for like the price for performance and the, and the amount of time, so... Just leave it at that. But uh, yeah, it's they're doing most of the the stuff with uh, showing uh, CT scans for um, the COVID, you know. So showing the its its relevancy and how it can uh, speed up um, in some of these very uh, intense situations where you have a lot of patients and you're trying to get the. Uh, healthy outcomes as fast as possible, you know, get people in and out and, and figure out, um, you know, how to turn around their condition before things get worse. Yeah. Before this human malware gets more infectious. Yep. Definitely. Well, that's the, uh, that's the end of our topics this week. Um, you guys have any, uh, comments or, uh, suggestions, uh, leave them in, uh, below this video uh, on YouTube. And this is the also the podcast. Um, this weekend, uh, today is the last day of the June giveaway that we're doing. So uh, you still have time to enter that. Um, you got about mm, six or seven hours. Uh, it's about 5, uh, 5 p.m. Central uh, U.S. time. Uh, but starting tomorrow on Monday, uh, the $15 giveaway for July will start. So uh, the gleam uh gleam link uh will probably be in the description of this video and if not you can also look uh, in different places where on we're on uh facebook uh twitter and uh yeah we'll be plugging that yeah and also if you want to support our um a podcast there'll be a link below to actually click support and you'll be able to like donate some stuff there too as well so if you need something donate the link will be down below. Yeah, Anchor does a good job of uh, making it easy for people to support um, at different levels. Like, uh, you support support at a uh, dollar uh, a month. 
um, and that would help out the channel so we can uh, continue to make the podcast uh, stronger with uh, uh, technology upgrades. So um, if you want to do that, you can do that. Otherwise, uh, you know, liking our, our podcast and sharing with others um, really goes a long way. And uh, we hope you have a great week. See you guys. See ya.